0: I was snooping in your Insta, and I was like, "Damn, she's sexy. She's fine. She's spicy."
1: I do love the spicy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You know, I'm wearing red, so you know, I'm spicy, hot. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: I'm already already hot.
3: Already hot. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Welcome to this week's episode of Parents After Midnight. Um, this is a sex podcast, in case you did not know, sex podcast where we talk about sex and self-care from a single-parent perspective. See how I added that intro in there like that? See, I'm, I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> um, I am... <laughs> did I mess it up by saying that? I am Jared Dam, and I am joined, obviously, by my lovely co-host, Imari. What's it that? Working on it. And we have a and we have a very special guest that I'm I'm not gonna step on your your lead. You, I know you introduced our guests, so Imari, take it from here.
0: We have the beautiful and so so spicy, Miss mm. London Bridges. Mm. How Hi. you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: <laughs> I, I
1: really love the spicy. Anyway, okay. He yeah. needs to
0: drink more water over here. I know.
1: I'm like <laughs> But thank you for joining us this week. We're really excited to talk to you. So, but before we, we do our little segments and we kind of introduce the segments to everybody. It's, it's, it's kind of like that whole text you get after midnight. What you doing is the first segment. You up is the second segment and come through. So uh, we'll explain each segment as we, as we go. But the first segment, what you doing, it is our weekly survey question uh, that is pretty, pretty new. For second straight week, our weekly survey question, and this, and because because I noticed that uh, one of your links that that's, that you that you are an entertainer, adult entertainer via the phone, via um, yeah, the phone, via the phone, I was <laughs> like, I want to ask the question to. We're going to poll the question, obviously, to our listeners on our social media. Uh, follow us on Parents After Midnight on Twitter, uh, TikTok, IG. We all are there. Okay, so the one thing we want to ask is can you really get off with phone sex? So some people look kind of conservative and they, and they tend to think that phone sex can't be sexy without the visuals. So, um, London, you are, I guess I'll, I'll post that to you first. Obviously, you know, you, you're a professional, but tell us about it.
2: Yeah, you definitely can, you know, have a good time during phone sex. A lot of people, nowadays forget about the fantasy of sex and the intimacy that comes with it and with phone sex you're able to build a picture and not only build a picture but you're also to build that that drive that want for somebody you know me I'm I, I, call, I love to call myself the master of tease because that tease that waiting for somebody I like to start sex with a partner through phone sex first, Mm. you know, because we get to find out what we want from each other. You know, what do I like? You know, I love it when my partner, if I do have a partner, you know, (laughs) tells me um, how they like their... Oh, wait, this is sexual, so I can say dick, right? You, you say whatever yeah, the fuck so you want to say. Yes. Okay, good. Um, how he likes his dick stroked, how he likes it touched, how he likes it sucked. You know, mm-hmm. or even you know, I'm you know, I'm, I'm fluid. So even if I'm with a young lady, um, how she likes to be touched, I love to hear that stuff, and even just. Creating a fantasy, even if we say, you know, we just met at a, at a bar and we build that fantasy and that role play with one another, even if I'm with a customer on the phone or with a lover on the phone, building that fantasy to just, it's, it just, uh, it's just, I think it's amazing. I just think it just creates like a huge drive within your sexuality
1: i agree with that I, i'm agreeing with everything you're saying um <laughs> he's
0: like whatever you say yes <laughs> Whatever you First say, of yes. <laughs> all, i love how you love your like i think when people do things like when you decide to put your whole heart into something you gotta love it and you can see i mean obviously the listeners can see you but you can hear you that can. you love what you do and i mm-hmm. i commend you for that because that was amazing i mean God knows how many people are doing it just for the check, which I'm pretty sure is good. But at the same time, you love what you do, which makes it so much better.
1: To add on to that, that the, the passion is the sexy part. So hearing that in your voice on how passionate you are about it, not like, Oh yeah, daddy. I <laughs> love the way you do. Like it's 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 different. It, yeah. it does different things to. to I'm to the pretty body. sure it makes well, it way
2: better. Well, initially, it's it's you have to really understand. Like you're you're creating characters, and it's it's also you know sex is not just about penetration. It's an energy thing, mm. you know. So you have to build that energy, and you have to love it, even if you are doing it just for the check. Which a lot of women, yeah, they are, but in reality they love this. They, they are possibly actresses or they just love building a fantasy. So in able to be successful in anything, you have to have that passion. And me, I'm, Listen, I'm a real life. I'm a hoe, but I'm not a hoe. But I'm a real life hoe, and I love this life. I'm gonna be doing this shit till the day I die. I love
0: it. I love, I love, it. love, that. I love
1: that. I gotta get my storytelling my... down
0: now. I know. <laughs> how See, do maybe, I apply?
1: maybe I, <laughs> Yeah, maybe I write out a script. Sign up. For it. That's yeah, all yeah. you
2: gotta do. That's sign fair. up. That's, that's it. Hold you on. gotta sign up, and again, you will only be successful with how consistent and how much you really love this shit you know and also yourself because me I when I'm in the zone I'm like I'm touching myself I'm like I'm not actually like playing with myself but yeah. I, my eyes are closed I could see I'm an mm-hmm. Aquarius so I could see things mm. I'm in space so I'm like ooh, yeah touch yourself right there you oh, know you're yeah I can the feel fantasy. you inside of me oh,
0: that's so smart. you gotta love
2: it yeah. Especially, I'm, there's some weirdos out there. There's some kinky people, and re- like people that really like some, like quote unquote, weird shit. And you gotta really be have have some tough skin and really be with the shit. Because me, I'm with all the shit. So I'm like, listen, been there, done that. Let's create this fantasy.
1: But see, I I, I do I do like that that you are able to sit there and adapt to people in in, in their kinks and, and what other people may call weird shit. But at the same time, I, I did see on on some things you 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 have boundaries on what you're you, you're not going to do. Like, it's, I mean, I'm gonna do this, but I can't go as far as this. I'm not doing the 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 teen fantasy thing, or I'm not doing like. So I do like that because when you're comfortable in 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 that performance, you're going to give your best performance.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I feel I'm I'm a strong believer in not all money is good money. Mm. So. Being in the sex industry, period, you have to have boundaries because now you're chasing money and money don't mm-hmm. like to be chased. Yeah. She she likes to chase you. She likes to go after what she's attracted to. So me and I had to learn this, you know, 10, 12 years in the game, you know, as a sex worker, I, I had to really learn the hard way that, you know, I can't be chasing after something that's not mine because now you, you start going down a rabbit hole and and it's not, it's a dark hole down there. Mm-hmm. So and able to like stay above the dark side of the sex industry, you have to put those boundaries and say, listen, I'm willing to do this, but I'm not going to do this. Right. And you know, it starts to, you know, it, it shows how much respect you have for yourself and for the work that you have, that you do. And, money is everywhere, especially in this industry. Money is everywhere. So as long as you believe and you think that money is going to flow to you regardless, money will flow to you regardless. And as long as you stick to your boundaries, it's always going to flow to you.
0: And that's one thing that's very important because I think when people think about sex workers, they're like, oh, they just be throwing it back to whoever. But no, sex workers still have their boundaries and they still... one respect for whatever whatever industry you know whatever they are it is that they're doing they still deserve the respect that they want and i i like that because i think it's a good message to send to people to know sex workers are still people and we still should respect them like i i i listen i hear when people are like well she's a sex worker okay what's the so what's the point like i i don't like derogative derogatory
3: you got it. My That's Spanish, the word. I'm sorry. You
0: got it. Yeah. Got be it. like saying you got Spanish it. words over here. But yeah, when people are doing all that. <laughs> <But> <laughs> towards me, I don't like that, so I'd be like, don't do that. I feel like a mom and all the time.
2: Honestly, I want to sit here and say, I actually, I made a, I had a post that like kind of went crazier than I expected. And it was literally me saying that I have real life hoes that are friends, BDSM professionals, and they have more morals and their, kind, their hearts are more kind than a lot of people I know who are vanilla. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of women out there that are, you know, that talk shit about me. And I'm like, but your man takes full advantage of you, takes complete advantage of you. Mm-hmm. And my customers respect me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Girl, it's just... I feel you. I feel you. I, be- listen, I, when I, I hate, so I... We had an episode where we talked about, like, our vi- a villain era, and I was talking about, you know, I'd be hoeing and shit. So <laughs> be
1: holding, people,
0: you, you know, ho- people would judge me that enough. way. You,
1: you ain't hoeing you- enough. You, that's, that's, I haven't
0: hoed enough. But, yeah. I, you know, people be like, oh, you're a single mom. How could you be doing this? And I'm like, first of all, I'm doing what I want to do with my life, and I'm still being respect- respected by whoever man I decide to sleep with. I'm not, you know, I'm not being disrespectful to me. I've set my boundaries, and I do what I want to do. It's my body. I'm like, but you're with a man that either abuses you or, like you said, takes advantage of you or whatever, or whatever the situation is. I'm like, I don't, I'm not in that situation. Like, I'm pretty happy with who I am, so i like, I don't care. You can judge how you want.
2: <laughs> yeah, let them all judge. Let them all yeah. judge because, like, I feel like everybody should have a whole phase. Believe it or not, I'm not in my whole phase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either anymore. Believe Dustin. it or not, I'm Me not either. there. I had my whole phase from, ooh, child. It was from, like, maybe 17 to, like, 23. You know, kind of not really because I was in a relationship. So, it's like... I I I'm not in my I'm I'm a professional hoe, but I'm not in my whole phase. Right. But yeah. because I had my whole phase, I'm able to be a professional
1: hoe. A hoe right. Exactly, <laughs> that makes a lot of exactly. sense. Exactly, y'all know that works.
0: I, maybe if I, so I I was a hoe for like I'm not in my whole phase anymore. I'm like vanilla, so vanilla now. But I think if I add a little bit of like three days, three years into my whole phase, I might be able to just be like. Professional hoe out here. I think that's what I need to do. <laughs> I think that's I need to go back to my whole
1: phase. I'm trying to just... get. In, I'm trying to get into a whole phase. I never had a clear whole phase.
0: Jared you know. has never been a hoe. No. I tried. think
2: men of all need to have their whole phase early on, rather than later on. Yeah, cause because it looks later. nasty it looks You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like late. I'm like,
1: like I'm 41 now, so it look real nasty now if we have the whole phase. Like, I missed it. Mean... You listen,
2: listen, I feel like there's no age to hoeing. I, I mean, I was in a strip club for 10 years and I didn't seen, you know, strippers in the club 50, 60 years old. There's no age on hoeing. I feel like do what makes you happy. Even, even I'm not in my whole phase, but I'm in my experimental phase still. You know, I'm only 30. So I still have a lot mm-hmm. of things and a, I haven't had much kinky partners that's into the shit that i'm into professionally so it's mm. like you know now i'm like all right i hope for daddy <laughs> yeah, yeah. i yeah. hope for daddy yeah. and just be nasty as fuck <laughs> anyway getting to
1: getting to our next segment Are uh, you up now this is usually where we sit there and talk about self-care um and things of that nature and uh, Amari, I'm not going even I'm not gonna even get on you this week. We'll Listen, we'll I'll hold you accountable next week. No,
0: I actually have okay, I do have something that I did. I talked to you about it. Yeah. So we okay, so we I've been I'm horrible when it comes to like my friendships and like my relationships. Like I give a lot of myself
3: mm-hmm.
0: and I let that shit like takes take on. Like, and I get stressed out and all that stuff. So my self care that I did is just learning how to say, you know what, I'm gonna, I love you, but I have to like, stop because
3: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I was talking to Jared, I had this friend and, and I, and I've, maybe he wasn't meant, and I think that's my problem. I was like, Oh, he didn't mean it in that way. Like he wasn't being mean, but it just takes on this like stress and he, and I have friends trying to like control me and tell me what to do and how to do it. And I'm like, wait, why are you, you're my friend. Like you're supposed to just, I mean, support me. Yeah, tell me when I'm wrong, but don't control me. Don't try to tell me how to do things. I'm not that type of person. So why are you doing that? So I had, so that's what I did this for my self-care. It was just me basically setting my boundary and be like, you know what, this is it. Like, I'll still be here for you, but I can be here for you all the time. Like, I just can't. So, yeah, that's my self-care. Good for (laughs) you. That's hard. It's Listen, I... It's... I mean, I've been... I feel bad because I feel like I'm... I kind of feel not lonely, but, like, I'm losing friends. And I was talking to my coworker about it today because, you know, I was, like, telling her, I'm like, yo, I feel like I'm losing friends because I'm setting all these boundaries about my feelings. And she's like, because you're evolving. And I'm Mm -hmm. like... (laughs) i'm a grown-up and she's like yes ho you're a a grown-up that's why
3: some
2: people you know one of the hardest things of life is realizing that not only lovers but everyone in your life friends as well are there for a season of reason sometimes a long time Mm -hmm. but you know when you do evolve when you do grow like people are karmic loves People are really literally here to teach you a lesson, even if it's like outside lesson or an internal lesson. You have to understand it's like there's no bad blood, but I love you. Um, Thank you for the lesson you taught me. But in order for my growth, I have to I have to disconnect from you. I have to cut that cord. Yeah. So I do have a question for you, London, because I saw on your
0: Insta, I mean, I was stuck in you, right, um, of course. you are, you know, you're i sp- I'm very, we're both spiritual. So you, you know, you're spiritual and stuff. So what is, what are, I guess, um, advice or I don't know, any type of like tips that you can give us, you know, not very.
1: Yeah. Like self-care from a, from a spiritual, from a spiritual healing level.
2: Yeah. Well, um, I'm a strong believer that we are all reflections of each other. Um, the people that we receive into our lives, like you wanting me on your show, me wanting to be on your show. We just received each other. Um, we are reflections. I'm in the same space as you, like where I'm learning how to say no to friends and learning how to disconnect people. And honestly, the advice that I have to give is be selfish, you know, Live for you. I mean, I I could say I could live just for myself because I don't have kids. Um, but you know, as as a daughter, you know, I always say, you know, parents are physical, spiritual guides. Mm-hmm. True. You know, you're not here to control the kids. You're here to guide them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The only way you could guide a child properly, you could guide anybody, even if I decide to have myself a dog, <laughs> become <laughs> a dog mom, you know, is by being able to take care of yourself, being the best you that you can be, you know, saying saying no to the people that you know you have to say no to. Taking care of yourself, taking that time. I'm a firm believer in self love. I'm a firm believer in, you know, journaling and, you know, making sure that my time is my time first. Because if I don't take that time to myself at all, then I'm not going to be no good. Then I'm going to be scattered mind. Again, I'm an Aquarius. So we live in our head, we have everything in our brain. So it's like if I don't purge, In the morning, like purge my thoughts, everything. Because my spiritual mom, she was, she, one thing that she's, one thing that she says is that us as Aquarius, we tend to travel in our sleep. You know, we basically astronauts Mm -hmm. out here. So, me, I have to come to terms like, okay, back, I'm back on earth. I need to write down or voice journal, whatever it may be. But I'm not doing a damn thing Mm -hmm. until. I have my morning spliff, okay? I'm smoking in the morning, and I'm making sure I have either my phone... Uh, it's but it's on you know airplane mode, and I'm making sure I voice journal because a lot of times it's too much for me to write down. So I voice journal, and I make sure I speak out. If I have to cry, I'm a cry. If it's happy tears, sad tears, whatever it may be, I need to have those hour, that one hour, two hours, three hours, however long Spirit wants me to purge, I'm purging, and I'm having my morning tea. You know, I'm I'm taking my my spiritual baths every week. I created something for myself. And I did that through solitude. Mm. I and again, I, I have the luxury to be able to put myself into long periods of, of solitude. Right now I'm in a three-month run, <laughs> about <laughs> to step out back in these streets. But <laughs> you know, I I can't, you know, I can't speak for people who have kids, you know, because it's it's harder. Mm-hmm. But still putting yourself, even if you say, Listen, I need one day of solitude two days of solitude, even if you have the luxury of saying, give mommy or daddy a week of solitude. Giving yourself that solitude to feel your own energy and understand your energy and learn yourself is so important. Then you'll be able to set boundaries within your life. You know me. I I move like a hoe. I think like a hoe, and the reason being because we set boundaries. Yeah, right. we are careful with the customers that we choose. Again, right. I we I have to be careful with the people that I put into my life. The people that are in my life, do they do they serve me justice? Do they serve me at all? Like, cause mm-hmm. I'm into pouring into each other. Cause at the end of the day. We all do something for... Somebody does something for us. If they're in our lives, they're doing something. Whether it's laughter, whatever it may be, they do something for us. So how can I be a friend for you? And the only way I could be a friend for anybody or anything to anybody is making sure that I am the best me for myself. Right now, I cut off all my friends. Cut them off. Cut them all off. And it's no bad blood. It's not even that they did anything wrong. It's just... I'm realizing, you know, I, I came out of a situation and I was trauma bonding.
3: Hmm.
2: And in that trauma bond, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm I'm holding on to influences and making decisions and waiting on people when I'm allowing opportunities to pass me by. And I'm like, no, yeah, I can't afford this. Y'all can't afford me right now. At this point, if, if y'all could afford to come with me. I'll see y'all on the plane. If y'all mm-hmm. can't, I'll catch y'all well, when I could afford to hire you.
1: I love that you set that boundary, especially when it comes to what what you can afford. I, I even saw you get at, a, at an Instagram follower uh, when, you, when, <laughs> uh, when when you were uh, I think it's your the video you posted today where you were uh, in the kitchen and they were uh, like, yeah, they, they were like, and they would start you know fantasize you like, can, can you afford these cooking? Uh, you know, He like, nope. But I can dream. <laughs> All
3: right, we'll move on. And I left him on red. <laughs> and I left him
2: on Don't be making requests that you cannot afford. <sighs> and that's with customers, friends, relationships. If you can't afford me, why are we here? Mm. Why are
0: we? Yeah. No, I love that. I actually, it. I like how you said it. How if we like if you can afford me, I that's gonna be my new. I'm like, I'm sorry, you can't afford me. Mm. <laughs> Because I mean, yeah, by the way, my daughter's an Aquarius. So I'm listening to you and I'm like, oh, my God, that's my daughter. (laughs) Because she'd be waking up and I'm like, hello. Hi, you good? (laughs) And she'd be like, she's not even she takes like 20 minutes to wake up. I'm like, okay, well, whenever you come to Earth, let me know. She's mm. out there. Yeah, she's in space still. She, so she, oh, as, a, as a child, Lord, she's Oof. still there. <laughs> oh, wow. That's that's my babe. But she called me. She actually just, I know she called me. She's with her dad. So she called me yesterday or today ago. She's telling me how she was upset. So now that you said that, because I love to, like, take things from people. And I like the fact that you said that you journal. So I, maybe that's something that she should do because she gets very emotional, uh, mm-hmm. especially when she's away from me. Um, and when she's with her dad, there's points that she's like, I miss my mom and she gets upset. But if she journals, maybe that's something that would help her like with her emotions
2: instead of just like latching out people. And also, um, her being Aquarius, you know, she's naturally a creative. Yeah. So like also transmuting that energy, you know, through writing or whatever her favorite creativity, creative, like whatever that niche is at that moment, whatever yeah. she's into. Cause Today. Lord, we be switching up, <laughs> we be switching up, you know, encourage her to create something. You know, yeah. me, I, a couple, a couple weeks ago, I just ended a situation with somebody I really thought was going to work. Um, it took it three months, Damn, three months. And that's a, that's a record for me. I've never dated somebody in three months ever. That shows my growth too within my boundaries. Because typically yeah. I'll attach on. I'm like, oh, the dick is big. It's so pretty. Like, I'm not going nowhere. And I'm, I'm like, I have to. Here. I have to. And I was crying. I was so hurt. And somebody hit me up and was like, yo, let's let's do a song together. And I'm like, all right. So I sucked up them tears and I'm like, putting this shit in a song and it wasn't even a sad song it was a song that of like of what i wanted like what i was missing why yeah. i needed to dead him i'm like this is the type of dick i want i want to be fucked like this i want this that i was like yeah this is a sexy song all right, <sighs> all right i don't need you anymore i'm not crying over you no more there you go i just need some good sex
1: when, when we go hear this what? song like I'm, we, I'm trying to hear this song so
0: I, like, where can we find this song um, because uh, this is my theme, so now I need <laughs> all
3: these things.
2: I'll let you know when we release it. Yeah. Right. I'll let right. you know when we release it. We'll post um, it on our page.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, we, we, we will. Because you're you're a friend of the show, and and since yeah. we've been stalking you, just, just you know, at least for the entire day.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Obviously, obviously, we're going to follow you on all of your uh, your pages that we will promote in the show notes. So uh, we'll transition from um you up to come through where we then get to the, the meat and potatoes and everything. And, and I need to talk to you about this um, pro submissive lifestyle that you have going on. So, uh, cause I got questions. I got <laughs> questions. So intelligently, I think I know some things about, about being a submissive, but I need, I need a, a breakdown from somebody who is actually a submissive and actually, you know, has those dumb submissive type of relationships. So can you break down to me, and in our, in our listeners, I'm sure Amari already knows, uh, what, is, what exactly is a, is a submissive?
2: So a submissive is somebody who exchanges their power to a dominant who is, I like to say, worthy, who is trustworthy of um, their power. Me, I, I'll speak for myself, um, I identify as a little Non sexual little, I should specify that. Um, I identify as a pet, a kitty, a cat, <laughs> <laughs> and I also identify as a princess. So, pretty much, I'm spoiled. Um, and I don't have a dom right now, I don't have somebody to exchange my power with. So, I bottom so there's a difference between a submissive and a bottom submissive mm. is you know relinquishing all their power to a uh a dom whether it's 24 hours or you know part-time they're giving all power to them and they create protocols um based off of you know the submissive needs like me if I wanted a dom right now I would have my um I would you know communicate with them that listen I'm addicted to weed (laughs) and (laughs) I need help with my addiction I need protocol when it comes to that and I just need you know some type of you know Discipline because I be all over this place when it comes to everything. I be all over the place. So I just need discipline and every now and then check on me to make sure I get up out of bed because depression is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And make sure I feed myself and you know as you know when it comes to that. Whereas if I'm going to bottom for somebody, I'm just bottoming for you. You you could do impact play on me, you could do um, uh, tie me up, you could flog me, we set up something where we could go out and have a session like that together um, so that's a little bit of a little I, I, I did speak on, you know, I'm a little so a little is somebody who, you know, I age regress. it is a form, technically is a form of therapy, age regression um, but I age regressed around the age of four to seven Mm-hmm. And that is the time when I've never actually experienced any type of trauma. So I go back to that time and I just wanna be taken care of. I just I don't wanna do shit. I just wanna color or do arts and crafts. I and play dress up and have tea parties and have a good time and don't bother me unless we're gonna go out on a play date or right. you're gonna take me shopping or whatever. Yeah. And my caregiver would be the one who's taking care of me, you know, whatever I need. They're going to be feeding me. They're going to be clothing me, whatever it is that I need. And basically a kitten is kind of the same thing, um, but I, I identify as like a kinky kitten. Mm. So that's, you know, I, I separate that from my little space and I put myself like, because I'm, I'm kinky and I like to purr when, when, when when master's in it, you know, Mm -hmm. like I like to purr, like I literally purr and I like to, you know, give sex services and, you know, and that's that's if I have my own dominant who is a lover of mine. And I like to, you know, again, be spoiled and be fed. And then a princess, you know? I mean
1: Who doesn't want to be a princess? I mean (laughs) even even I I want to be a princess. princess. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I mean
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who is my So
0: I have a question for you. How did you get into this? Because, I mean, what was your journey into being uh, submissive and doing what you're doing now?
2: Yeah, so actually, um, I got into it with Jasmine and King. And they... They, they, they hired me as a pro, as a pro submissive. And I'm like, yeah, cause I'm not going to lie. I was looking into the BDSM community. I was, I was performing at all of their events Mm -hmm. at like a lot of BDSM professionals. They had events and I was performing as a burlesque entertainer at their events. And I'm just like, I like this. And I was trying to regain my power after trauma and I'm like, all right, you see a lot of doms. There's so much doms all over the place. And I'm like, all right, doms have the power. Cool. Let me let me gain my power through this. And I'm just like This doesn't just, this this doesn't sit right with me. Like, Mm. I can be dominant, but I don't want to be all the time. And I'm naturally submissive as somebody who was a stripper. You know, I was getting spanked. I was doing whatever my customer wanted and all that stuff. And I'm naturally submissive. And then when Jasmine and King hired me as a submissive, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It just felt right. It just yeah. felt right, and then they um we went over boundaries and what it is that I like and things like that, and I'm like, oh, I got the power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is my power. This is my show, basically. Like it's not my show. It's our show, but it's 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 me. You know, yeah. it's based off of what I like and what I don't like. Like, of course, doms could have their boundaries of what they don't do, but you know, if I don't like. Five out of the ten things you got, you can't do those five things
1: to me. Right. Yeah, that's what you meant about that because I, again, we stalked your Instagram page, <laughs> and so throughout every post you you had put that that you know reminding uh, reminding um submissive that you do have the power, you do have yeah. y'all, you have all the power, and so that was one of the questions that I wanted to ask. So I, I love that you touched on it. So I guess that makes sense if you if if you are going to allow yourself to be completely submissive before we do this, here's what you can do. Yeah. And anything outside of that, th- this shit shut down.
2: Yeah. Even if like, say for instance, like if I do find a caregiver as a little, you know, mm-hmm. one of my, it actually, like not even just as a care, like a caregiver as a little, just me as a submissive as a whole. And I want like a, f- a full-time dom. They're going to take over my money. Because one of the things that I know I I who I love to spend I like I make money, but (laughs) I love to spend it, man. Mm -hmm. Being a stripper has definitely, has definitely spoiled me in the I make it, I spend it. I'm working on that. (laughs) I'm working (laughs) on it. And the dominant, my dominant would control my finances, you okay. know, mm. make sure I'm not overspending and you know, I if I overspend my go over the budget that we spoke on, we communicated on and I say okay, I want to spend $100 a day. I make money daily, I want to spend $100 a day. And whether it's on weed, on investing in myself, whatever it may be, I spend $100 a day. If I go and spend $300, you're not going to get this you know this this is the punishment that we spoke on mm-hmm. okay and that's because this is what i want from you this mm. is what this is this is what i want for you from you and how how can you accommodate me as my dominant how can i trust you to accommodate me and lead me and guide me cuz that's really what it is having a dom as a submissive is about being guided properly
3: yeah
0: Mm. so
2: that makes sense why basically the submissive submissive
0: has the power because I mean you were telling them, yeah i the reason I'm giving you my money is because I know how I am, so I want you to help me get better at this spending mm-hmm. recklessly, so that's pretty interesting. I was out here thinking I was dumb, but I might. I might need
1: to be a, look, I might need to switch look, up. Look, like, 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 London, you totally blew my mind because, it's, <laughs> I mean, a lot of this for me is, I feel like, first of all, I feel like I'm, I'm unofficially diamond people in my life. Like, they, you know, I, I have people come to me about like, hey, can you tell me about this? Help fix my life. This do I this. I do love so, to you. I mean, I would count you. Be like, help whatever. me, please. <laughs> but I feel, but at the same time, I think. When it comes to just like personal relationships, I think I do tend to lean towards being submissive because I don't. I'm thinking so much throughout the day. I'm, I'm making mm-hmm. all these decisions. I don't oh, if i can fucking this the shit. You know, I'm putting her you know, lip gloss on out here. It's, mm-hmm. it's popping. It's popping, girl. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't. But I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to make those decisions. So it's it's almost a way for me to turn my brain off, where somebody else can can take control. So I see the benefits of of that. My question to you is this: Like, I know a lot of the stuff you, as you kind of alluded to, that you know you kind of stumbled upon, it and you had a you had a, a trauma in your life, and and you went through that. How how do you feel like becoming a submissive has helped you to to heal past some of these you know incidents that you may have had?
2: Yeah, so it definitely it it healed me a lot. Um, because being a submissive taught me boundaries, <clears throat> it taught me mm. trust. It, um, it taught me that it is okay to be me. So, um, and also, so the trauma that I experienced, I was an involuntary sex slave. So I was sex trafficked. Um, and I, a lot of the BDSM community, you know, it, it triggers me. Also, because being a sex slave, involuntary sex slave, like, a lot of the things that I do, it it kind of takes me back and is like, okay, I have to remember, I, this is what I want. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, it, it taught me to trust myself and to honor myself and to learn who I am and my worth. Mm. Um. Uh, the person that I, you know, that I thought was the one a couple months ago and dated him <laughs> in three months, you know, we were, um, I was vetting him as not just a lover, but also as a dom because he came into my life saying that he wanted to be a dom. And I'm just like, all right. You know, I checked him out on Instagram and I'm just like, you know, there's a little Insta-stalking thing. And I'm like, all right. Conversation was good. And I'm like, all right, you hitting on all my love languages. Cool you 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 try um, i you're not going crossing my boundaries like this these are the things that you know I'm paying attention to and but quickly I learned that oh you showed me a representative mm. you not real you're not mm-hmm. about this life for real you studied me mm-hmm. you you studied me and and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't like that. You know, m- you now you're triggering me because now I started feeling like, okay, I feel like a sex slave again. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not able to communicate. I, I feel like I don't got no rights here. And I thought we communicated my kinks, but you say you wanted to own me. You say you wanted to be my caregiver. You say you wanted to be my my owner as a kitten. And you wanted to be my uh my knight in shining armor to my princess. You say you wanted all three. Mm. So why when I wasn't feeling well, I ain't hear from you in three weeks. And well, I'm, I'm a up. little and I need all my attention. Yeah. 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 Why did I buy this for myself to make myself feel good? My yeah. my unicorn. You know, to make myself feel good. When you, as my caregiver, should have at least bought me a gift. Mm-hmm. I like hauls. You can't even, you never bought me not one gift. Now, and I, my love language is gifts. Is, is gifts. And I also said that one one thing that you need to do when you're approaching God is because you came in my DMs mm-hmm. is to give me an offering when you come see me.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: You didn't give me no offering. You I like hauls. I'm a I don't know why I like hauls. I just eat hauls <laughs> like they're candy. You see, I like hauls. If you don't got money, this this goes into if you can't afford me.
1: Right. You,
2: you cannot go. afford me. Nigga, mm-hmm. you can't afford a goddamn pack of hauls to surprise me with when I come see you. It's too much. So then I had to sit down and ask, and I said, listen, we're not able to talk about my boundaries. You say you wanted to own me. We're not able to talk about my boundaries. We're not able to talk about, because I want to talk about things, because there's things that are triggering me. And yeah. now I feel like I need to call my therapist for a fucking session, mm-hmm. because I, I'm feeling like I'm with, I call him the devil, because I can't sure. call him my abuser. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I feel like I'm with the devil again. So now I'm like, all right, but that's what BDSM taught me. That's what being a submissive taught me. It's to be able to say, these are not within my boundaries. You, you, you gave me a couple green flags, but everything was red. Mm-hmm. I don't like this because now it's looking like you're a predator. You're either it's it's either one or two. You're a predator, and you make it seem like you're into this community, but you're really not, and you utilize it to get sex from women, mm-hmm. or You are really uneducated in this, Mm. and you don't know what the hell you're doing, and somebody, me, is going to end up getting hurt, and possibly you. Because if I was the person I was a couple years ago, I would have pulled up to your house. Be careful asking these women to come to your house, because
3: a couple (laughs) years ago, I
2: would have pulled up to your house. I would have broke every goddamn thing. Yep. So being a submissive taught me to recognize red flags not just in dating not just in not just in the BDSM community but also within dating yeah. you know like are you just somebody like what do you want from me mm-hmm. communicate contract relationship contracts we have contracts in BDSM as a submissive even not as a professional submissive if you want to handle somebody prof- like on a level of them relinquishing their power to you we are going to make a contract of this. It makes sense. I'm going to make a contract with you if you want to be my lover, even if you want to be my friend. What do you want from me? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't do that. Let's eliminate all the expectations. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. I think that's very that's a really
0: good idea, Like having contracts when it comes to relationship, any type of relationships in your life, because like you said, when you're first of all about you said you gave him three months I think I've my mom always taught me that people show you who they are after three months and after those three months they just become somebody else and a lot of not a lot of my relationship but majority of like guys that I've dated after three months I'd be like nah I'm out because of that because they show you this person because you share all your your expectations you share past trauma you share all these things and then all of a sudden they are that and more of what you've already shared with them. So I am sorry that happened to you, but better that it happened early. I'm grateful. Yeah, I was going to say better than it happened early and then not when you're with him for, like, seven months and then he ends up being, like, the worst person ever. So I'm glad that you cut him off.
2: (laughs) I love karmic loves, you know. I love karmic lessons and that lesson right there, it taught, like I said, it taught me my growth and it taught me that all the work that I've done in these past two years that I've escaped from my trauma, it just taught me that, oh, you ready. Like you you not taking nothing from nobody. You grown now. You ain't taking no bullshit. And this person made it seem like, oh, I've never done anything wrong. I've never, I've always deaded everybody. I said, well, first of all, that's a I'm red flag. Yeah. But two, if that's not if that's the case, I am the first one. And one thing I like to do is go ghost on motherfuckers. That's my favorite
3: <laughs> sport.
1: My
2: favorite sport. Oh, you you acting up? Bye. <laughs> Deuces.
1: Well, uh, first of all, I I want to thank you for being that transparent and sharing um, what it was a traumatic experience. In you know, as far as what prior to you know, their relationship and everything, and and, and what you've gone through. Um, but you have brought up a lot the term red flags, and I and I, I again saw your post, and I, and I and when it comes to identifying a don. Well, before I ask that question, I got another question. All right. <laughs> so, question number one is: Can you compartmentalize? Is it is it does the does the significant other has to have to be either the um, you know the caregiver or the knight in shining armor or you know the 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 pet owner or does or does or does you can have a significant other and then you just find someone to fill out all three. Of those other parts.
2: So ideally, I would want my significant other to be that for me. Mm, okay. Um. Now, luckily, I am somebody who believes that I am going to have a husband and a wife. Mm-hmm. So if smart. I need it. It's the person that I am. Listen, I am a lot to deal with (laughs) and I'm a lot for any woman to deal with or any man to deal with. So let's just create teamwork to deal with me.
1: There you go. Teamwork makes the dream work.
2: Listen, it's the only way I could actually see myself having a happy life. There you go. A happy love life. So... Let's say, you know, I, I'm, you know, with a woman and she's like, listen, I'll be your caregiver. Cause let's be real, a lot of these daddies out here, do they really know how to take care of kids? No. Sorry, <laughs> you know, Jared. they're little, like, let's wow. be real. Wow. So it's yeah. like, let's be real. Like I want, I want a, I want a woman to be that caregiver for me. But listen, I listen, whoever fits, fits, you know. Mm-hmm. But typically I would want my lover because it's just um even as like a kitten, you know, or a princess, you know, I, I want to give sexual services to my like my dom. Like that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to like be able to be some kinky whatever you want me to be. Yeah. You know, I, I want to connect on that deep intimate level and I'm a I love intimacy and I want to add kink into my intimacy, so having somebody who is really into that is is ideal for me. And honestly, it's 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 it has to be a thing. No, that, <laughs> no, it that makes, it makes a lot of
1: sense. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. If especially especially if you're connected to your your the intimacy that you want overall. Um, and, and I like that I like that idea about the the husband and wife thing. So that's Damn. you know you know tag team back again. Tag team, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I, I guess my my second question was so you talked about the red flag um, situations and in, in in red flags in and how you identify you know. You know, this guy definitely was not the one. What red flags do you see when you're trying to identify a dog? Because I know, I know that currently you, you you're without a, a a caregiver, but when you're when you're in the in the midst of searching, what what are some red flags that kind of stick out to you?
2: So definitely being able to communicate. You know, communication is the biggest part of the BDSM communicate community. <laughs> um it's the biggest part. If you're not able to communicate your needs, your triggers, your wants, anything, communicate a scene, you know, that is very important because again, you know, a lot of people in the community, not everybody, you know, there are people in the community that has never experienced trauma, but a lot of us have. Mm-hmm. And we need to speak on, okay, this this triggers me. These words trigger me like for instance, um oh st- I was with somebody, and he kept he kept trying to force me to come, mm-hmm. you know, like not for but he, he just like he needed it and just like, mm-hmm. give it to me, give it to me. and I'm just like, oh, I'm back there like mm-hmm. I, I'm oh. there because you know being a sex lady I was ha- me. I yeah. was for- you're, you know, it's just like those are things that were said to me, and it's like being able to communicate some things like that, and if we can't communicate, it's like. It's a no-go. It's big, yeah. Also, um, again, being able to plan a scene and having the time to plan the scene. That if you cannot plan a scene with me <laughs> and you just want to do whatever, that don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, li- I like to understand what's going to go on and how you want to do it. And, you know, I want to be the best submissive that I possibly can be you know, and the only way I can be the best submissive is if you communicate with me. I'm a great submissive. I love what I do. I love being a submissive. I love being of service, whatever it is, my dominant daddy, whoever needs, I want to be the best that I can be. So communicate that with me. Um, Also, if the only thing that they want is sexual favors. Mm. Mm. You know, as a professional submissive, I don't do any sexual anything. You know, I may, you know, create sexual energy. I may build, obviously it's it's an erotic world. So, I mean, I'm going to build that, you know, sexual energy, but I'm not having sex or doing nothing crazy sending you pictures unless you are a phone you you called in on my phone sex line Mm -hmm. (laughs) and said okay okay, you know you you requested and you paid for that cool but if all we do is sexual things and every time I see you we don't have a scene we don't play we just have sex or I just give you sexual favors and you're not doing anything for me like that's a red flag yeah if you don't know how to give me guidance, that's a red flag. Because mm-hmm. you're supposed to guide me. You're supposed to True. be able to give me protocol. If I say I need help with my weed addiction and I smoke a fuck, which I was. I was smoking a quarter a day. Dang. Damn. And, man, listen. <laughs> listen. Wow. No judgment. No judgment. Listen, judge. <laughs> no, no baby, impressive. Impressive. I was smoking a quarter a day it was a half a day but that's another another story for another time if I say I'm smoking a lot a day and I at least want to bring it down to three times a day why are you not you know helping me with that why are you not realizing okay you outside how much did you smoke did you smoke today how many times oh twice you know you only got one, one more time not said. Mm-hmm. for today and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then if I come back and I, you know, get like whatever we agree, if I say, okay, I came back inside or, you know, I have to give you what I did or whatever we agreed. Good. If I give you a layout of my day and I tell you that I smoked five times and you don't punish me, then here comes the brat because I'm a little bratty. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to walk all over you. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Because if I'm able, if you're not going to you know, be give me discipline, if you're not gonna be stern, if you're not gonna check on me and make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to do as a submissive, like what we agreed on, that's a red flag. I, I don't need you in my life. I don't want to walk all over you. I do that for a living. Yeah. I walk all, I, I dog walk these men, sorry, but I dog walk don't these me. men and because they want me to. They want me to be a big cat. So a lot of times I'm big cat. Like I'm I'm a big princess a lot of times. So I'm like, give me your money. I'll yeah. do essentially, but I don't want to walk all over you. Yeah. I, I have a dom because I don't want, I don't want that. I right. want to be able to have that security. So those are a lot of those are red flags especially the sex thing because a lot of doms will portray themselves as doms like this dude and only thing that was hitting was sex and I'm just like and here I am dickmatized cuz I ain't have no big dick in a long time. And I'm like, <laughs> like it's so oh big. My, it's so big it curves to the left. I'm like He's oh my like, This God. is it. That's it. <laughs> he gave the me five like, there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, give it to me. Yeah, and I'm like, just Give me like, a mold of yes. it and that's it. Just go away. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that's I it. need. That's it. At this point, because I <laughs> fuck myself real good.
0: Yeah. Mm. I mean, listen, let me tell you. be sometimes doing <laughs> it better than them. Mm. Anyways, I have a question. <laughs> I have a question for you. Because you said that you uh dance burlesque i did hear that you were strippers we can get into that but i do selfishly want to know how did you get into the burlesque because i mean inquiring minds want to know meaning me (laughs) how do i sign up um i got
2: some moves so
0: you know how you do this stuff
2: (laughs) so honestly how i got into it is from being a stripper um Mm -hmm. I the stripper the the industry was dying you know you have- it it's basically dead, yeah. and um I wasn't getting paid my word. the strip club couldn't afford me no more honestly, <laughs> and but I wanted to continue doing this shit like I wanted to I, I'm like I love this I love taking my clothes off I wasn't that I wasn't the lazy stripper I mean I didn't climb no poles but I dance I'm a performer you know mm-hmm. I I create a show so. I started looking up like black strippers in the past. I didn't know what the hell burlesque was. So I'm like black Mm -hmm. strippers in the past. And then, you know, Josephine Baker came up and Mm -hmm. um, Maya Angelou came up and um, Eartha Kitt, she's not a, you know, burlesque dancer, but, you know, she was an erotic Mm -hmm. entertainer. Mm -hmm. You know, she was erotica, you know? So I'm like, oh, I was still living in New York at the time. And I was like, all right, let me, um, let me see what's up with this. And then I just started changing my whole brand, you know, from stripper to burlesque entertainer. And honestly, how you get into it is just by doing it, you know, find, find a a choreographer or a coach. You know, I had a coach, her name was Naomi Voe, her name is Naomi <laughs> Voesay. Um, but she was my coach starting up. So now I'm in search for a coach that is more for for, you know, experienced entertainers. Mm-hmm. She was more for like beginners. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get that coach, you know, put yourself in the scene. One thing I love to do, I I'm loopy as hell. I put myself <laughs> in the loop. I'm out here. I'm always in these streets. If I want something, I go out and get it. Mm. So I said, I want burlesque. I said, all right, how do I get into this? When I met my coach, she started putting me in these kink parties and doing burlesque performances. See me, she never really, she coached me,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but it, I was expecting to like get like choreo coaching and all that stuff. Oh, okay. She threw me in the scene. She, mm. she saw me do choreo once and she was like, You doing this performance. That's it. And that that's it. Because, you know, I'm I'm an entertainer first. You know, and that's all burlesque is. It's about entertaining and seducing the crowd and you know, how can you do it? It's it's not always about choreo. You know, you can have some one, two steps, which I mean, I don't really I still don't understand eight counts. But I'm getting my (laughs) I'm I'm getting it. I'm understanding it. But I know how to like really, you know, I know how to command attention in a room. That's something I know how to do. And that's why I wanted to do this. And I wanted to be the star. I mean, I I like, you know, sharing with the strip, with the other strippers, but I want my stage to be my stage. I want it to be mine. I want to command the room when it's my turn. I want people saying London Bridges to the stage. That's what I wanted. So Mm -hmm. I just went out and I got it. So, just for, you know, for those who haven't stalked your Instagram
0: yet, <laughs> name drop a couple of people you danced, you know, for or, you know, in stage with. Just name drop. Oh. Just
2: like, we're here. Are you talking about Jadena? Yes. Oh, my
0: God. He's so sexy. <laughs> okay, he that's
2: He's in person.
0: <laughs> I was like, I need to so ask him, But I need to ask him, but without asking... Because he is a full on. All right, never mind. Sorry. What happened?
1: No, I'm just saying, you, you were talking about it in the pre-show in the, in the meeting. She's like, I, I got to ask her. I got to ask her. And then, and then she pulled out her phone and showed me the pictures. I'm just like, well, he's a, a he's very like, impressive guy, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> guess I'll be he's doing like, push-ups after this. Like, I don't know.
0: He's like, I need to go to the gym right yeah. now.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, he' fine as fuck, right? <laughs> yes, <man. laughs>
2: Agreed. Um,
1: so, Amari, n- now that you know that what what you need to do, I mean, when when oh, you sit go- there, oh,
0: just sit. I mean, if that gets me close to him, to just pff, uh, that's it. I mean, that's I it. mean, but
1: you know, if if you if you want to practice a routine and then have it on our on when we eventually have our our, our Patreon uh, on wall, you know. <laughs> Go ahead. So that way we can all make money start from practicing? it. practicing, I
0: mean, okay? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. can both make money. Look at this. Making money out of me, profiting.
1: Yeah, I mean, You know, <laughs> I'm trying to get my dime on. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, so. if, if if anything, I'm submissive. Uh, I found my tribe. I found my people. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I I can't I can't say this. I'm 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 looking at London right now. She she is beautiful. She she also has a, a, a great um, voice as well. So if, if you oh, are going yes. to come at London, whether you are identified as male or, or female, if you are going to come at London, make sure that you have that tribute ready. Yeah. Okay. Just, just make sure you have it ready.
0: You better right. you better afford her. Don't be dropping in the don't be going into the no DMs without being able to afford her because uh, get And don't
1: forget the halls. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, I'm that. Don't gonna, forget I'm gonna, the motherfucking I'm Just going ma-
0: mail you halls. Just be like, hey, <laughs> just thinking about you.
1: Yeah, yeah. You see,
0: this is why women take care of women because we'll be like, oh, hey, I'm gonna so send you this. Like thinking don't, about
1: don't, you. Don't do that. Eh, makes
0: we, so happy. Eh. I might cry. Like, DM me your DM yeah, your address. Yeah,
1: we, we, we got you halls. We, <laughs> me,
0: I, send me send me address.
1: I, I know we got you on halls. So I know that, but <laughs> London. Thank you so much for joining us. But before you go, please promote all the all the great, very sexy, wonderful things that you do.
2: Yes, so you can definitely find me on all social platforms. London level up. Mm. Uh, it's I don't know London level L E V E L <laughs> U um, P. Is nothing else just London level up, all in one word. Um, you in. My my website is being updated right now, um. But my website is sireneffect.com, and you'll be able to find everything there. But right now it's being updated, so give it a couple of weeks. Um. But on my, you know, Instagram and my Twitter, you could definitely find all of my links where you could get, you know, the phone sex, my OnlyFans, my Playboy centerfold, mm-hmm. everything that I create. Contact and you know services i'm also an intuitive reader so you could definitely book a reading with me Oh, and
1: oh. yeah we were just hold talk on. about that we would just talk <laughs> about that
0: hold <laughs> on one so. moment i am booking right now yeah, as so, we speak
1: <laughs> so we going to slide into your dms on, on a lot of those different things i I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to sign up for this 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 phone actor uh I, i'm trying to first of all i problem.
0: need i need a reading and then i need to get into the phone sex and then I need the br- it's a lot I have a yeah. list I have a
1: so, list so now you have a new best friend is what she's saying yes, yes. definitely <laughs> and just to let
2: just to let everybody know you know I do one-on-one coaching and how you could get into being a lifestyle or a professional submissive or you know I do I am a submissive as a phone sex operator so you know definitely um, all of my links are on my social media London level up yes yeah.
1: See how she, li- she, has a, she delivered that? Like, it was like. Mm-hmm.
0: She, I think we found our third co host. That's what happened. That's what's happening right now. I,
1: I can retire now. I'll just be the yeah. producer. Just I just want to listen to y'all. Jesus. That's it. Cool. Well, love you. Once again, thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It was a wonderful time.
1: Thank yes. you.
0: Well guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Parents After Midnight. You can always keep in touch with me and Jared at Parents After Midnight, all for either Twitter, IG, or TikTok, or you can always simply email us at
3: parentsaftermidnight@gmail.com. at gmail.com.